is Friday, July 8th, and this is your daily financial news. Real quick, uh, Patty, just want to let you know that your autographed books will be going in the mail today. Thank you for that. Again, something I do is I have bought a bunch of hard copies of One Rental at a Time and 15 Conversations with Millionaires, and sometimes people want them autographed. So if that's you, you can go to my website and get that done. Patty, yours will be in the mail today. So a couple quick things about this Friday. First and foremost, our normal Friday guest, Mr. Stephen Dow, is a little bit under the weather. So we are going to do a surprise live stream. Folks, we are going to do a live stream here in about, what, 28 minutes. Uh, we're going to, you know, if you join, you can ask questions. We normally do this on Saturday, but once in a while when one of my experts cancels, I just go, hey, I'm here already. I don't got anything else planned. Let's do a live stream with YouTube. So if you ever wanted to ask me a question, you want to say hi, I will be going live at 8 a.m. Pacific or about 28 minutes. I hope to see you there. So again, it's a surprise. I didn't know I was going to do this until like five minutes ago. So there you go. We got the jobs number. Remember, we talked about this on Tuesday, I think. And Tuesday, we said, remember, good news is bad news and bad news is good news. What does that mean? Well, if we got a bad jobs number, right? Remember, expectation was 250,000. If we got a bad jobs number, there was hope. There was a story that the Fed would not slam us with another 75 basis point move, right? Bad news on jobs equals good news for the Fed. Well, we didn't get bad news. We got good news, right? The jobs number came in way above expectations. Expectations, again, were 250,000. I believe I guessed 238,000. I guessed under, and I was wrong, right? The actual number is 372, blowing away expectations. I actually do believe, I got to go back and look. There was somebody that guessed like 350 or something. I want to find out who that was. I want to congratulate them. Nice work. But yeah, 372,000 jobs created in June. So again, good news, bad news. The Fed is all but set to hammer us with another 75 basis point raise in July. There is one less, there's one last hope, the CPI number that comes out next week. But let's be honest, that's going to come in hot hot. So we are getting 75 and we will probably get at least 50 in September. So the hope of a Fed pause, a Fed pivot, it wasn't coming, but now it's officially left the building. Uh, Toronto Homes. Again, we have talked about the U.S. market having a once in a lifetime housing crash in transactions. I have only casually studied Canada because I have more and more viewers from Canada. Shout out Canada. Looks like you're having the same transaction crash that we are seeing or will see in the United States. Toronto, very expensive housing market. To be down 41% in transactions, woo, that is painful. And again, as I've said here recently, 
I think Canada, New Zealand, given the debt structure, makes me very, very nervous. What causes a cascading housing crash is forced sellers. And because of the uh, five-year arms, there might be a lot of forced sellers. If you go from one and a half to three and a half mortgage rate, that might be unaffordable and you might have to sell. Very scary. Earnings. So we got some earnings. And as we got, was it, I think it was Helen of Troy yesterday, kind of beat expectations, but lowered uh, expectations going forward. Well, Upstart, Upstart is one of those new lending platforms. They have had to cut earnings again. Yes, folks, second time. This is how fast it is changing. Upstart, three or four weeks ago, reduced second half guidance. They came out this morning and did it again. We are going to see earnings cuts. Next, WD40, kind of an old industrial lubricant company. They missed top line, missed bottom line, and said inflation in supply chain is still a wreck, lowered guidance. New Skin Enterprise, kind of in the same space as Helen of Troy, gave weak second half guidance on demand and inflation. Again, I am very frustrated with Wall Street analysts for not doing their job. They are servicing, I don't know, some ecosystem that self-talks to each other. S&P 500 earnings have to come down the second half, and they have to come down for next year. They are not doing their job. Oh, don't know if you saw this, but we now have the word Ponzi scheme and fraud being thrown around in the crypto world. Like, taken to court, right? Lots of people have thought crypto was a Ponzi scheme and a fraud all along. Now Celsius, who was the first crypto lender to kind of freeze uh, withdrawals, is now being sued by an investor and calls them a fraud and a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, folks, the uh, legal process and undoing of a lot of these crypto lenders, these Again, remember, we talked about this like a month ago. There are people that we put on pedestals that were the second coming of blah, blah, blah. They are now going to be identified as swimming naked, as greed, as bad actors. The Celsius report or the Celsius lawsuit basically says the CEO, who I've seen in shirts that say banks aren't your friend, enriched himself at the... Uh, cost of everyone else. Lawsuits, hopefully orange jumpsuits come around in this arena. I thought that was interesting. More and more to come. So what else do we have? Lots of notes. The 10-year is spiking. Again, remember, good news is bad news. The 10-year is up. Last I checked, it was still inverted. That is day three, meaning the twos are above the tens. I have not checked in the last half hour, but that's where it was. Oil. Back over 100, again, as of my notes, I don't know uh, if it has slipped in the last half hour. The Fed presidents, they came out yesterday before, before the jobs number and said, this is Waller and Bullard. We have to raise 75 in July. 
We may have to also raise 50 in September. And then maybe we can do 25 the rest of the year. We have talked about on this channel, and I have said there is no chance the Fed pauses this year. I believe at the last four meetings, which there's one in a couple of weeks, we will get some type of raise. There is Kathy Wood. There is no pause coming this year. Stop hoping for a July pivot, a September pivot. It's not coming. Yes, again, uh, Bullard thinks we need to get the Fed funds rate to three and a half. We're at roughly one and a half to one and three quarters. We're not even halfway there. We've got four meetings left. Do the math. Oof, it's crazy. GameStop in the news today. They fired their CFO. That always got my attention, right? Coming up in, in organizations via the finance realm, it's very interesting when the CFO gets the whack or gets cut. Uh, they basically need to take bold steps in a digital future. And apparently the CFO, I guess, I don't know. Can accountants really help you take advantage of the digital future? Isn't that more of a marketing and product guy? But hey, something had to happen. Uh, looks like Twitter is down based on a Washington Post report talking about Elon Musk not engaging anymore about these bots. I have a question. If you're active on Twitter, I would love to hear from you. Leave comments below. Do you believe Twitter when they tell you 5% of active daily users are spam? I have a very, very small Twitter, like 100 people, maybe 200. And it really feels like more than 5% of the commenters are, are spam or bots or whatever. I'm curious. What do you think? What do you think the actual number is? Do you think it's 5% or something greater? Leave comments below. I'd love to hear just your wild ass guess. Oh, Levi's. Levi's reported, right? The jeans company. And they actually beat top line, beat bottom line and raised guidance and raised their dividend. They, has, they said that uh, jeans are now more acceptable office attire. Hey, one of the good things after casual Fridays where you could wear khakis is now just wear jeans. So Levi's is benefiting from that. Goldman Sachs slashes Q2 expectations from basically 2% to under 1%. Given this jobs number, something that I have shared with you, again, if the Atlanta Fed report is right and we have a Q2 negative GDP, which again, I'm not, I'm hoping it's very small positive, like 0.1 or 0.2. What I want to highlight is if it's negative, I'm not saying it will be, if it's negative and Q1 and Q2 are negative, I have a very sneaky suspicion that these economists that call recessions will pull a 1947. 1947, Q2, Q3 were the last two quarters back-to-back -back where a recession was not called. Given this jobs number, 372,000, I believe, I haven't done the math, but I believe we added uh, 1.5 million jobs in the first half. I do not see these economists declaring a recession if we added 1.5 million jobs. That doesn't compute. Again, when you study economics, you realize these rules of thumb. Then underneath that, there are four factors. Unemployment, retail sales, 
industrial production, and real incomes, right? The call of a recession is far more complicated than just two quarters of negative GDP. Although since 1947, that rule is undefeated. It is going to be very interesting. We will know on July 28th, the first cut of Q2 GDP. It will be very, very interesting. We have the first sign that stimulus ballers are selling their toys. I don't know if you know this, but the stimulus ballers, not only did some of them with their PPP money buy Ferraris and Lambos and Bentleys, but some of them got fancy watches. I don't know if you've known this, but there was videos about Rolex stores being out. The Rolex Daytona, the Petit Philippe, and others were skyrocketing two, 300% above retail. Hey, if you've been given free money, why not ball out and buy a fancy watch? Well, the, the uh, crypto ballers or stimulus ballers are giving up and selling their watches. Rolex, the Rolex Daytona and a Petit Philippe have already started coming down. When you have money rained down on fools, they buy stupid toys. It is coming to cars. Ferrari, Lambo, and Bentley had record years in 2020 and 2021. Just wait till repossessions come for Ferraris and Lambos. It is coming. There will be some steals to be had. Stimulus ballers, man. They're going to write books about those. San Francisco median home price. Down, 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 down. Yes, folks, the Bay Area housing market has cracked. Uh, Looks like the Bay Area median home price is down 3%. If you follow my channel, you you go to my Thai. uh, There's a playlist called Thai where we talk about the Bay Area. I have been very negative on the Bay Area. We have too many people leaving. We have just this next generation not coming in. It is finally cracked in San Francisco. It even cracked in San Jose, 0.5%. But yes, San Francisco down 3%. I I can't stand San Francisco. It's actually why I canceled my Golden State Warriors season tickets. Not good. Uh, That's what I think I got for you folks. I guess the last thing, Michael Burry is out saying that he believes inflation is going to last a long time. This is not a couple of quarter phenomenon. So again, folks, it is Friday, July 8th. I do want to remind you, we have our third deep dive for students. If you want to be a part of our deep dive tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific, where we talk about cost segregation, bonus depreciation, tools of the rich, how to lower your taxes or potentially lower your taxes, you can buy my course today. I will send you the invite because I've already sent it out. But if anybody buys the course today, I will send it to you directly. We will go live at 9 a.m. And again, if you don't have the 320 bucks, no harm, no foul. Within 24 or 48 hours, I will upload the video so you can watch it. There's a playlist called Deep Dive. It, it will be in there. I do not intend to hide anything. I'm not trying to tease anything out. It will be there for you. Just time delayed. If you wanted to ask questions, though, you must be a student because that's how I control who is in the recording. Take care, everyone. We'll see you in a few minutes. Stephen, if you're watching or you see this later, feel better. I'll talk to you next week. Take care, everyone. Bye.